I'm Debbie Mahilam, mom of four, Air Force vet turned passionate spiritual entrepreneur. It wasn't all that long ago that I not only lacked the confidence, but the tools and understanding of how to manifest a limitless life. As an ICF accredited certified coach, I created Dear Debbie Dream Daringly to inspire, guide, and support you on the path to manifest your incomparable life. The universe absolutely led you here for a reason. So, if you want a life you love from the depths of your soul, create a life that makes an impact and live your daring dreams, then you're absolutely in the right place. I've got you covered. Let's welcome what is the highest good for all and get started. Welcome. Hi everyone, welcome to the Dear Debbie Dream Daringly episode, where today we're going to talk about how to become an abundant person. I want to start off with this incredible quote. To accomplish great things, we must not only act, but also dream, not only plan, but also believe. Anatole France. So how do we first create this vision of becoming our most abundant selves? Well, first, we need to likely write it down because writing it down fires and wires those thoughts into our brains. And when we do that, we're installing a new hardware into our brains. And if we do that with consistency, and we're doing it with serious attention and intention, we'll notice that the program becomes louder and louder, and we'll start hearing it as this fresh new voice in our heads. And better yet, the longer we do this with that attention and intention, it suddenly becomes an installed software program a software program running unconsciously in the background of our minds. One that helps us ask ourselves better questions like, how am I going to show up in my life today? And just as importantly, how am I going to respond and behave today? Okay, now here's an opportunity for a dress rehearsal in our mind's eyes of how our most abundant selves behave. So I'm going to invite you to close your eyes with me and let's rehearse this. Because if we don't know how we're going to behave as our most abundant selves, how will we be able to receive that abundance when those opportunities arise? How does our most abundant selves walk? Smile, say hello to people, breathe, calm themselves. How is our most abundant selves on Zoom calls? How are they in the line at Costco, Target, or walking through a busy mall? How is our most abundant selves when driving in heavy traffic? So let's do this. Let's imagine our most abundant selves 
in a restaurant for dinner. What restaurant do we choose? How do we sit as our most abundant selves? How do we act? Mentally rehearsing these scenarios in our mind's eye as our most abundant selves, being genuinely present, we're firing and wiring those thoughts and we're installing the neurological hardware into our brains. Because we have to remember the brain does not know the difference between real life experiences and imagined ones. So when we've been firing and wiring those neural pathways into our brains every time we rehearse being our most abundant selves, our brains think we've already done it. In other words, it's not a record of the past. It's only setting us up to now be primed for the future. The more we dress rehearse for the future we want, the better we become at defining what that future is. The better we see the process it takes to get there each time we do the dress rehearsal, if we're truly present, we take notice of the small details that brought us to the successful moment as our most abundant selves. So what's the outdoor environment of the restaurant that we went to? Do we live in the same city, state, country, when we're our most abundant selves? What does the clothing we're wearing feel like against our skin? Do we wear similar clothing? Have we upgraded our wardrobe? Or did we need to make adjustments in our wardrobe? Again, possibly because of the new climate we may be in. What does our hair look like? Does our most abundant selves change things up in any way? Is our hair shorter? Longer? Is it a different color? If so, why might that be? How does our most abundant selves walk? So I want to talk to you about another technique that I use with my clients called manifestation walks. While walking, we visualize being the person we most want to be. During the walk, and side note, if you have a daily walking routine in place, I highly encourage you to try doing this. And pro tip, high vibe positive music works wonders here. So on your walk, while remaining aware, of course, of your surroundings, we imagine ourselves as being the person we most want to be as they take this walk. So we ask ourselves, who are we walking with? Where are we walking to? Where do we live? What does our house or high rise, condo, penthouse, dreamy English cottage, beachside bungalow look like? Because remember, everyone's dream looks different. You don't have to have a McMansion to be happy. 
So how do we feel inside knowing we've achieved everything we ever wanted and become the person we aspire to be? And most importantly, feel so grateful for all of it. Because we have to think about this. Athletes have demanding, fierce practice schedules. Actors and musicians rehearse intensely over and over and over until they have their performances down until it's essentially muscle memory. The rehearsal process changes the brain to look like you've already done it. You've already experienced it. And by doing this again and again, you've created the neural pathways in your brain that allow you to step into this footprint that's been created. Consistently doing this hardwires this into your brain and you and I start acting and ultimately receiving like abundant people. Okay, so just to give you a little storytelling here. Since I was small, I'd always dreamed of living near the water. I pictured myself being close enough to see the calming movement of the ocean and envisioned hearing myself being lulled to sleep by the lapping waves. And I'd close my eyes and I could immense all of my senses in what it would be like to live near the water from where I was on the East Coast. And in time, I got closer and closer, moving further and further west. Ultimately, I lived in Hawaii for 11 years, where I could see and hear the ocean from my bedroom window of the house that I lived in. I genuinely believe it was almost inevitable because for years I had rehearsed that inevitability. While unfortunately I had to leave Hawaii during the pandemic, that dress rehearsal worked out once again because I moved into an apartment that I'd only seen through video tours my beautiful daughter and son-in-law had taken for me. It was a nice apartment with sufficient windows, but it lacked the light I missed while I had in Hawaii. And so I kept imagining a beautiful place with an expansive view of the horizon with these floor-to-ceiling windows that would let in so much light. And I kept thinking of myself sitting in the kitchen or a living room in a bedroom with somewhere where light could just flood in even on the cloudiest days that let in the maximum amount of light. So when my lease came up, and I started looking for places. <laughs> the strangest thing happened. I had gone to Costco and I stood there outside of, you know, those big doors. They're like the garage style doors before you walk into a Costco. And I stood in front of it and I looked around before walking in and I noticed these like bright colors just not far away 
I was like, what is that? I knew I had seen it before, but I wasn't certain what it was. So as soon as I walked through, I pulled my, my cart to the side so I wouldn't be in everybody's way. And I got out my phone and I started like trying to discover where that building that I had seen from the Costco entrance was. And I found it and realized that I had driven by that with my daughter and son-in-law not too long ago. It hadn't been finished being built. And when I got home, I went back on the computer and I saw that they were just going to start touring. So I submitted my information. The next day I got an email back, set up the tour. I ended up being literally the very first tour. Had to do it with a hard hat, the yellow vest, all of it. And when the community manager took me up the concrete steps because my floor and another floor were the only ones finished. She took me to apartments that literally had these gorgeous windows that went floor to ceiling. And all I saw on this cloudy, cloudy day was all this light. So what I had envisioned in my head over and over and over of what I wanted with this expansive view of a horizon was what I leased. It was the first tour and the first lease. So just suffice it to say, what we envision for ourselves can be exactly what we find. It may not look exactly the way we want, but it can be the very thing if we surrender our desires to the universe. That is what we find if we're led with our heart full of love and clarity. So I just wanted to tell you about a couple of my experiences with this. And I want to ask you to think about times in your life that's happened, that you knew about a dream that you had in your heart and that you kept thinking about that dream and thinking about it, and what that would look like, and what it would entail, and how you would get there, how it would feel when you got that dream, what it would look like, how you would look like, how you would feel, what would it take? I'd love to hear about your story. So please, please don't hesitate to let me know. You can always email me at debbie at I would be honored to hear your story because dress rehearsing for the most abundant selves that we are manifesting walking into the person we want to be it's essentially creating our vision board movie in our minds and playing it out and in the words of the inimitable napoleon hill there's a difference between wishing for a thing and being ready to receive it no one is ready for a thing until they believe they can acquire it. Before anything can come to us, we have to envision it and believe that it is ours. So, 
if you're ready to think and act like an abundant person, that I know you are, be sure that you're subscribed to Dear Debbie Dream Daringly. And then head over to dear to DebbieMahilam.com for a PDF that's going to help you jumpstart thinking and acting like an abundant person. And until next week, in the words of George Seaton, remember, faith is believing in things when common sense tells you not to. Remember, always be dreaming, friends. I'll see you next week. Bye.